Stop it right there. That's too much for y'all to handle. What's up? It's your boy Daydrin. And uh, I got a special guest with me. <clears throat> His name Dre. Y'all know him. Who don't know him? Say something to the people. What's going on? What's going on? Let's get this. Look, happy New Year to everybody who's at, that I haven't had a chance to say it to or run into or whatever, man. But we got a lot to talk about. I mean, with the Super Bowl that's on the horizon and all these things as, as it pertains to relationships, man. It's like... Everybody's giving their perspective, but everybody's looking for something that they, in my opinion, they're looking for the wrong thing. So um, we're going to get started. Like like I said, first things first, it's a new year, but we're dealing with the same stuff. When it comes to relationships, women, I might get in trouble for this. Not all women, but some women uh, have this thing that they expect a man to make six figures, um, be six feet tall, uh <laughs> And, and um, you know, you know, have a six pack. That's that's not possible. No man has all three of them. <coughs> and if you do, he don't want you. <laughs> but just just open it up and be real about it. Like, and and for guys too, you know, you want a woman with the measurement 36, 24, 36. But you know, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing to provide for that? And then on top of that, can she cook? Can't, do you know how to clean? Do you try to manage a budget? Like all these things that there's this expectation and it's false. Like no woman's going to have all three. Like she's not going to be able to cook clean and do all that other stuff. So what's your take on it, man? <laughs> Listen, man. We coming in hot. <clears throat> you married, so you can say that stuff. I'm not. So I got I to gotta, I gotta tread lightly. Um, but as far as just like what it sounds like you're saying is speaking from just like the cultural expectations of dating right now. Right. And yeah, it's a definitely, it's definitely an issue within our culture right now. It's, it's, it's popular for a woman to have said things or a man to have said things. It's a lot of pressure being put on men nowadays. That's for sure. Um, <clears throat> I really just credited all the social media, to be honest. Oh, yeah. It's just a wave that I was thinking about the other day, man, that whole, 
six figure X, Y, and Z, just criteria, whatever anyone's criteria is, that wave kind of started like post pandemic. You know, that oh. it came it came with that wave. But listen, just try your best to find you someone that's not attached to those labels or don't hold those social cultural values deep to heart to actually know who they are they have a different perspective and they have more you know more morals about them than you know the the shallow things that you listed so to speak you know but if you have those things have them but just be let it be more to you than just those things right and i'll even add to that too like because I know as men, we are visual creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see things with our eyes. Um, but, you know, now men are being smarter about who they date, right. who they do life with, who they um, who they even want to spend their time with. Absolutely. And so while, now again, this is not all women. I just want to clarify, this is not all women. But some women, again, like you said, with social media, have this, this thing that what a man should be or what a man should have. Right. And what you're asking for, you know, and I want to say David Mann said it. He said, you know, list the things that you want in a man. And he said this to some ladies. And then he's also said after that, uh, it had an expectation for yourself. Mm. So as you have all of these things, then what, what you and that man bring together, you know, it'll, it'll be more profitable. And I'm not talking about money, but it'd be more profitable and beneficial in the long run. But if you're looking for what he got in his uh, bank account, do you have six figures in your bank account? You know, like all these things. Right. Um, next thing. So it's this thing about the, the <clears throat> narrative is imperative. The narrative that how people are viewed or how things are. Um, listen to the song as y'all heard. It's called Bamboozled uh, by Bizzle. You should hear it. Listen to it. It go hard. It, but it talks about the narrative that's put on people. Um, that you know, and I'll be example. Uh, for example, when we thought Dave Chappelle walked away from fifty million dollars, we thought he was crazy. And come to find out, they want to put him in a dress. Hmm. So, no, you want you want to give him fifty million dollars, but you want him to um, demasculate himself. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no, I don't blame him. I would have walked away too. Like, even <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So, I mean, and and me and my wife, we've had these conversations about like if we. If we ever played in a movie or a TV show or anything like that, like if we have a husband or a wife on like on the TV show or movie mm-hmm. that I don't want no kissing scenes. A kiss on the cheek. Yes. But not, not going on the lips, like get a double in for me because I have to keep my marriage um, healthy and spiritual. And right. it should it should. And honestly, it should be the same way for other people as well. Like, don't demasculate me because you feel like, oh, you'll be good for this role. I said, no, these are my core values. This is what I stand on. I stand on God. I don't stand on business. I stand on God. Okay. And so, <laughs> so I should have added that as a topic. You should have. Um, I stand on business. I mean, I stand on God. So when people who who think that, oh, it's okay, or oh, it don't take all of that, actually it does. Somebody dying for me, it takes all of that. So mm-hmm. um, next topic, um, a woman stabs her boyfriend. 108 times and she only gets community service i saw that headline i was wondering about that i'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you go first well i saw the headline but i didn't actually read up on it yeah. i meant to i meant to read up on it and see okay like what was the situation like what happened for her to be able to get out of that right 
I mean, and even for me, like a few stabs, five or six <clears throat> is cool, but a hundred and eight times, like you, in my opinion, and no matter who it is, like you had this planned out that you was gonna do this, right? Like rage took over, right? And I couldn't, I couldn't just see myself stabbing somebody a hundred and eight times. Matter of fact, I can't see myself doing something a hundred eight times in a row, right. like just taking it like that. Like no, that's a blind rage. Exactly. Um, I think whoever the um, defendant was did did a good job, and the prosecutors need to reopen that case. I'm not a lawyer, I'm, but I'm just saying. Um, when are children old enough to learn? I saw this article that showed that in Germany, they're teaching um, their children about the Holocaust. Hmm. And matter of fact, I think I saw pictures of it. No, no, I, no, it's something different. But I saw um, Stephen A. Smith was talking about how if they can teach their children in third and fourth grade about the Holocaust, tr- surely we can teach our children in America about racism. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and <clears throat> me, me being a teacher in children's church, um, at our church, like I, I talk to a lot of these children and they speak on, you know, like they, they talk about stuff like this or they want to know about this, like. Why is things the way that they are? Mm-hmm. Or why did God do this? Why did God do that? Why did this person in the Bible, why did David do this? Why did David do that? All of those things. And Stephen A. Smith made a valid point. He said, it's because, he said the children are not going to be embarrassed by it. The children are going to be embarrassed about, you know, their ancestors not having accountability. Right. And accountability is a big word for us as people today. Like, we don't want to be held accountable for anything. Right. We want to blame others for our mistakes. We want to blame others for how they wronged us. And that's why we did what we did. And it's like, really, like, no, you need to be held accountable for your actions, too. I agree. I definitely agree. I think um, from day one, I mean, at, from the moment a child is born, they're learning how to, they're already learning, right? You're learning how to suck on the bottle. You're learning how to adapt, how to do different things. So. Uh, to answer your point, man, I definitely think that um, we should, of course, teach our children about racism. I learned about it from as long as I can remember. We was got got taught about racism when I was coming up in school. So, um, but you know, the goal now is to take that out of schools and take that away from history and kind of just act like that never happened. Yeah. Um, nobody wants accountability anymore because they don't want what happened during the pandemic to ever happen again. So they're trying to, you know, erase history so to speak or race america's history so to speak and try to present this new narrative going back to i don't know what bizzle was saying with this the narrative thing about just you know how america is just this land of free amazing great diverse country and really that's not america's foundation so yeah definitely children should definitely be able to learn at that age i think that's i think that's a you know good age but coming back to america's point we should definitely be able to teach our children about racism right I mean, because they're taught they're taught about slavery, mm-hmm. but it's a like it's a vague <clears throat> teaching. Like they talk about, oh, this happened, but it, it doesn't really go in depth. Right now, right. you really don't find out in depth about slavery, and you know, even back then when they wrote the Declaration of Independence, um, how do you? My thing is, how do you say someone that all men are created equal? But people that who are black are only worth three fifths of a person. Like, right. but you sleep without women. <laughs> but that's for another conversation. Different conversation. Yeah. yeah. 
So um, is it a fact that children are worse off when they are raised in a single parent? <clears throat> I wouldn't say it's a fact. I think they are, of course, of course they have, they have, they, 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 are, they start off with less, right? But you can be in a two-parent household and still live in a dysfunction household. It doesn't matter that two parents are there. The idea of having two parents is because you're able to, if it's done right, you're able to see certain things, be taught certain standards. Um, you know, you don't have that lack of, let's say, you know, you don't have a fatherless home. So you don't have that lack of, of, of need of a father figure and stuff like that. Try to impress someone. You're being taught those values. But again, having two parents in a household doesn't automatically exemplify, exempt you from those those things. There's people that grow up in two parents' households and that house that's how that household can be just as if not more dysfunction than a single parent household. Yeah. Um I agree as well. I don't I don't think it's a fact. Um I think there is a hindrance. Mm-hmm. But in a two parent home, like you need both parents, right? Mother is the nurturer who, you know, expresses love to that child, whether it's a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm. And with the father, the father brings structure. He brings that discipline, that 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 nature side of for that boy and that girl, um, the expectations, and I'll say for me, is like you know with with my girls, um, for them to like if you want to date a boy, I need to meet him and his parents, right? Because and it don't matter how old they are, like I want to meet their parents because if you're gonna do life with this person, you want to you you know you want to make sure you know what you're getting yourself into, mm-hmm. um, and even for my son when he when he starts to date girls you know you know you need to go meet their parents their girl parents like you need to go pick her up you know go knock on the door don't pull up in the car and honk your horn like no that's not what we're doing that's not what we're taught and even with some traditional things that we grew up on or i'm gonna say that i grew up on because i know you came like we we're still both millennials but you're like on the tail end and so we still grew up old school with uh you know doing things this way um I remember as an example, um, this was before I got married. I was, I like this girl and I want to take her on a date. And my grandfather asked me, you know, do I have enough money to take her? I said, not really. But he was like, here, take this, make sure you got enough because she should never have to pay for a meal. <clears throat> even if it's just a date, like mm-hmm. type of thing, like mm-hmm. that, that stuff is lasting. Right. So, you know, like even like now, you know, when let's say Julina goes out on a date, I'm gonna make sure that she has enough to cover her meal. Mm-hmm. If he can't cover his, oh, well, that that's on him. <coughs> just, <laughs> just call that's it what wild. it is. Like, I mean, but it's true. Like, now nah, we not we now nah, that, that's not how we live our life. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have enough to pay for your food. If we need to cash app you or sell you some money, we'll do that. Right. But to, uh, but because he ain't got it, that's not how that works. Hmm. So, it's election season. Um, um, who do you trust? <laughs> None <Nobody>. of them. <laughs> None of them. Nobody. Like, couldn't even. Like, I'm, I don't. It don't matter who's running for office. Man, woman, black, white, Hispanic, Asian. Don't trust them because politicians are. You know, they work for the government, mm-hmm. and they form this government and things like that. And so, they all have. Yeah. Oh, we want to cut taxes. But at, at whose expense are you cutting taxes? Right. Because last I checked, the Republicans wanna want to allow the the people who make the most money 
pay less taxes. Pay, pay less taxes or pay mm-hmm. the same amount as people who are middle in, the, in the middle class. Yep. Like, make it make sense. They should be paying more taxes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is why America, um, the taxes thing at least, this is why America is kind of really behind, especially in the health system. You go to other countries, you know, people, they get free free, free medical care and everything like that. They don't have to pay for health insurance. It's included. It's your human. The day you're born, you get that. So it's because everybody's paying this, Everybody's paying taxes. So mm-hmm. uh, only in America, the richest country in the world, right, are got greedy people that don't want to pay taxes and stuff like that. But that's just, just, that's, that's just an opinion. Um, but back to the question, um, man, I don't trust nobody when it comes to elections. Um, I honestly don't really pay attention to it anymore. It's not it's not an ignorant thing. It's just <clears throat> I just know that none of these people have my best interests. Yeah. And I don't put my trust in the politicians. I don't put my trust in the man. So I just really, for the most part, have stopped paying attention and focusing on that stuff, you know, because it's. It's already bad, and they haven't even. I mean, it's already messy as it is. So, right. um, after the pandemic, that really took a toll on me. I was like, "Yeah, I'm over it. I'm done with election." Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, not even that. Just with January sixth. Yeah, that. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, that it was, was crazy. That was wild. Um, yeah, that was wild. And and also, I can also say the one guy that I've seen, like me, I do my homework on. Who's running for office? Mm-hmm. Um, the guy that's here in Houston, Chris Hollins. Mm-hmm. I like him. Um, now he's making any changes. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna have to read up on him. But even with the mayoral election, like John Whitmire, don't know don't don't know much about him. But didn't um, Sheila Dushanley win from there? No, no, she uh, she lost to him. They had a runoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She lost, though. She definitely lost. <laughs> and so I was just like, yeah, I can't. You know, and I I've, I've, I know Sheila Jackson Lee personally. Like, I've seen her at my old church. I've ran into her a few times or whatever. She, yeah, um, she's cool. I mean, she has the same hairdo since, since day one. <laughs> since she came out the womb. Day one. <laughs> no, but um, it's just like, you know, I will say this to you. Like, just like if, when, if, if and when you vote. Read about the person first before you just to say, "Hey, I'm gonna put my stamp on this person." Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, um, that that's what I've always done, and I've had, and so it's always a mixed bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, so even when you try to vote Demo- Democrat, I'll never tell one of them vote straight Democrat or vote straight Republican, um, because both of them have um different narratives that they want to paint for us as the people. Right. Um. Because with the Democrats, I'll say this, when it comes to the veterans, they want to take away the Hazelwood Act. They want to take away the funding that veterans get when they want to go to college or for help. Right. So I remember, was it 2018, 2019 maybe? I think, no, 2018. And um, when we were staying with someone at the time, the guy came over. He was a Democrat. Um, The person that was running for office is the Democrat. And I, first thing I asked him was, I said, so what is your, you know, the, your person as it pertains to the Hazelwood Act and veterans or whatever, like just throwing it out there. And he went, well, well, well uh, uh, um, I say, have a good day. Like, because if you don't know which uh, the candidate that you're going door to door for. It don't matter. You, you, you've lost me already. Right. Exactly. All right. Drea <clears throat> Michelle. For y'all 
I think she's a model or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is pregnant by Houston Rockets uh, star Jalen Green, who is 21. Mm-hmm. She also has a son that's 21. Um, what is the difference if the shoe was on the other foot? Meaning, if let's say, just throwing a hypothetical, Draymond Green is dating someone that's 21. Mm-hmm. Um, how long have they been dating? And he gets her pregnant. And all of a sudden, he has a daughter that's 21. Like, what's the what's, what's the standard, so to speak? Because a woman can get pregnant by a younger man, and it's cool. Mm-hmm. But if a guy does it, oh, he's some pedophile right. or whatever. Now, I think they've been dating for about a year now, if I'm not mistaken. Oof. If I'm not mistaken. Um, but, I mean, he, well, he, he came, he got drafted. Couple of years ago, couple anyway. Years ago, yeah. So he was at least nineteen. Mm-hmm. So, but it. you know, there's this whole narrative. I think I'm gonna use that word this entire time. Word of the day, narrative. right? Narrative. Um, but what would be the difference if the shoe was on the other foot? Would there be an uproar, or will there be um, just you uh, just as usual, or normal, or whatever? Right. We know both know it would be an uproar if that was the other way around. We know it's a double standard today, so Yeah. It would definitely be an uproar if it was the other way around. Age wise, I mean. So and gender wise, so I don't know, man. I didn't even know that until just now. That's why that's wild. Right. So another topic, um, was if a child can pick cotton at an early age and this goes back to the whole Germany teaching about the Holocaust. And another child can go to KKK rallies. Mm-hmm. Like, what's 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 so different? What's so different about children learning? Like, for me, I'm teaching teaching my son now, who's four, that he's a king. Right. You know, he's a king. He's, you know, like, and I, I tell him that my behavior reflects my character. So if you, if you're behaving in a way that not like a king, then you're not being a king right now. Right. Like we we got to work on it. Right. And because as as fathers, we have to speak life into our children. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to tell them, hey, you're awesome, you're great, you're amazing. It, it's funny how when I tell Junior that I'm proud of him, he's like, I'm proud of you, Daddy. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, right. He get that. He be like, tear jerker. Right. But then at the same time, he'll turn around and whip you. It's like. <laughs> Gotta pick your point. I thought you was proud of me. You don't, you don't you're not proud of people you will. He proud he proud to wear you. Right. Um, but yeah, ch- children can learn anything at an early age because I I've told Julina, I said, if you can pick if you can uh uh work a phone, you can work a broom. <laughs> like I, that, there's nothing different about it. Right. You know, it's you gotta put your arms to work other than <laughs> just your fingers. Just your fingers, right? No, nah, I mean I agree. Honestly, I agree. I have no disagreement with that at all. Yeah. Um, you definitely should be able to teach your children uh, about racism. Going back to the other point, you definitely should be able to teach our children about racism rather than trying to keep it from them. Uh, but, yeah, I agree with you. I do. All right. So this is a, this is a topic I'm going to let you touch on more. But um, <clears throat> I, I heard this um, on the radio yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it says, should not wanting a child be a deal breaker? I'm gonna let you go first, and I give my take. Um, I would think so. 
right? I, I would think so. That's not something you want to try to change someone's mind on or, you know, get married and be like, well, maybe maybe down the line she might, or he or she might change their mind. Um, that's not something you want to gamble on because then if you do end up having children and this person doesn't be the best parent they can be or doesn't love the child as the child should, it's going to go back to, well, I told you from day one, I didn't want to have kids. So it's just um, the, the, it, the, the cons definitely outweigh the pros by a lot from my perspective and opinion. So it's, for me, it's definitely a deal breaker. Yeah, I agree. And, and here's the thing, right? Like, and I'll say when uh, me and Sophia got together, no, we, we, we wanted children. I mean, I wanted children, but, and I told Julina that if I told her, I said, if your mother didn't want children, we would have never gotten married mm. because for me, like I want children, like, right. you know, I want to, you know, leave a legacy when I leave this earth. So, and it wasn't, you know, that I was like very domineering about it when mm-hmm. I said it. It was just like, you know, hey, yeah, I love God. I want to live for him, X, Y, and Z. And I want children. Like, right. and I mean, the goal is to get was to get married and have children. It wasn't like, yeah, let's just make some babies and then, you know, <laughs> shoot my shot multiple times. Like, no, <laughs> we, we had a plan in place. And so for now, like, and I've said this before, you know, God forbid anything happens to my wife. Will she go home and be with the Lord and I have to date again? Like, I'm going to let it be known. I do not want any more children. I, like, yeah, that's understandable. Right. And it's it's like I have three. I don't want any more. And it's not that that it's a bad thing. It's just that I don't want any more children. Like, like, because for me, let's let's give a hypothetical. So let's say, um, I meet someone who don't, um, a young lady who doesn't have children and she, she wants children. Now my children are just hypothetical. Let's say they are 10, 13 and say 60 and 22. Yeah. No, 23. Right. I have to start over with, with children. I don't want to go through that. Right. Like we, like Junior is fully potty trained. (laughs) Seriously. Nah, I don't want to start over with that. I really don't. I really don't. (laughs) That's funny. But I mean, but it's the truth. I mean, and, and his was crazy, right? And I may get in trouble for this. Like when you see um, the alphabet community dating each other and one of them always want children and they always change their mind. Mm-hmm. Like one of them or both parties change their mind, and it's like, why not just get with a woman and, or a man like of the opposite, not the same, right? And reproduce, like, right? Because, because, because right now you're not only confusing yourself, you're confusing your, your, your the person you with, and if you go and adopt, you're confusing that child, right? What we don't need in the world is more confusion, right? Um, I agree. Saw this around the Christmas holiday. Uh, a man is paying two thousand a month for child support, and he was still being harassed by the mother of his child, uh, of his child, to get him Christmas gifts. And so I saw the video mm-hmm. how she was harassing him. She kept saying how she don't give a care that you're giving two thousand for child support. That's crazy. Are you, are you gonna get your child some money? I mean, something for Christmas or whatever. Now he kept saying that he wasn't, mm-hmm. but I know. 
and I'm not speaking for him, but in the back of my mind, if I'm going to get him something, let me do it on my own right. own terms, not you come harass me to tell me that I should do it. Right. And I, I always read some of the comments, and it was <clears throat> fascinating how people were taken up for the woman saying that, you know, he should still get gifts in X, Y, and Z. I'm like, number one, you're never going to make a man do something he don't want to do. Right. Matter of fact, nine times out of ten, if you're trying to get him to do something, he's going to do the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. History has shown the, the, <laughs> these are facts. Like you, you say a man can't do something or that he shouldn't do something. Do he's gonna do it anyway. Yeah, I agree. So why even put him through that? Like he was in the mall, and I don't, I don't, I don't recall him saying that he had other children to take care of. But hmm. if I'm giving two thousand dollars a month for child support, and you saying you don't care about it, all right, let's let's bump it down to five hundred. That's a lot. <laughs> I, I bet you change your mind real quick. I don't care. Real and quick. And, you know, like, this is why I've always said to fellas, be careful who you plant your seed in because you don't know who you're getting out of it. Hmm. And it's, it's nothing against women. So let me say that it's nothing against women. But just don't, just don't make it seem like, like you got it going on. And then because he, he may not want to be with you, that you want, you want to put him through hell. Like, absolutely not. Let him take care of the child. Like, hmm. that's his child. Let him... Let him be in, the, in. Let him be in the picture. Right, right. So, I just think it's crazy. Um, so, real quick, relationship advice. Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> I know you're single, so, and I, I know you're on the right path. So, I'm not concerned about you. But I think this this need to be repeated. This is for men and women. Whatever you require in that relationship. Number one, require it out of yourself and make sure that person meets your needs. And I'm saying especially for men. Mm-hmm. Men, just like women have standards, you should have standards too. Absolutely. Um, I, I said uh, for the talent explosion we had at the church, five things I'm looking for. Do you love God? Not, not having an affair, but do you love God? Mm-hmm. Number two is, do you want to get married? That's big. Number three, do you want children? Because I'm going to tell you no. If you don't make it past three, <laughs> you know, it's going to be a problem. Number four is, can you cook? You you got to be able to cook. Not to say that I don't know how to cook, because I do know how to cook. It's just that I have a wife that's way better at it than me. And number five, I'm going to need to see that birth certificate. <laughs> got to see the birth certificate. Got to, because I, to, I need to figure out. But nine times out of ten, it'll probably be someone who already has children. Right. That, and I'm going to make sure that they look like them. But like, <laughs> y'all look alike? <laughs> For real. That's y'all look alike. Yes. You, you got to make, like, nowadays you got to check. You got to make sure. Hmm. Um, I agree. Also, too, so um, what, what's your take on it? I'm going to let you. Uh, on the child support? Child oh, support. Is, yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, as far as the child support go, uh, 2K a month is whew, a lot of money. So to still be asking someone for gifts after them after they give you 2K a month, it's giving very, um, just trying to make his life hard, very petty. So hopefully he didn't give her more money and more gifts. Gifts, But as fathers, we sometimes have like this inner guilt when we're not full-time dads and we'll do stuff like that just to make everybody happy. So Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, let me get this this quick word real quick. It's out of Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Mm-hmm. It talks about don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. And his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. What that is simply saying is cast all your cares on him. Right. Whatever your worries are, whatever your doubts, whatever your fears are, and just pray about it. Like Pray about it and thank him. For it, for all he has done, like mm-hmm. even even the the trauma you dealt with, thank him for it because it's going to shape you into who he's created you to be. Right. And at the same time, it's going to be a testimony for someone else, like um, because you, we never know what someone else is going through until we hear a story. Um, um, I can share um, how just just I'm just going to say something quick, like. Me growing up in a home where I wasn't loved properly. Hmm. Um, now I'm having learning how to love according to God's standard, not the world <clears> standards. Because <throat> you know, I tell people all the time. I say my fathers were Danny Tanner, <laughs> Carl Winslow, and Philip Banks. <laughs> Those were my dads. I feel that. <laughs> you know, Danny Tanner was the nice, gentle dad who cleaned. Um, you know, Carl Winslow was the dad who wanted you to work for everything. And Philip Banks was the man who who wanted you to strive for what you wanted to and could support you in that. Right. Just make sure you was doing it, going about it the right way. Right. He just wanted you to be successful. I agree. And so that's, that's really what God wants from us. You know, once we give everything to God, his peace is so phenomenal yeah. that you don't even have to worry about anything else. That's true. I agree. I agree a whole yeah, I do. All right, football time. Bum 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 bum. <clears throat> AFC Championship game. The Chiefs beat the Ravens seventeen to ten. Uh, what did you see, and what did you what did you like, or what didn't you like? About um, the game? I did not like that Baltimore got away from their game plan and what made them good all year long. They got into that game and like, they started to over they started to overthink, started to do things that were very uncharacteristic. And it pretty much cost them the game at the end of the day. I don't think they expected for them to cost them the game, but it did. Uh, yeah, I would agree um, with all of that. that like, stick to stick to your game plan. You came down the field on your first drive, got a touchdown to tie the game, and then it stopped. Right. Don't know what happened, um, but they were still in the game. Being, even being down 10 at halftime, yeah, they were still in the game. What I did like was well, there were two – or three separate occasions where the ref was about to throw throw that flag and didn't throw it. Hmm. Um, the the one where Lamar Jackson threw the interception in the end zone, mm-hmm. Isaiah likely was pushed down mm-hmm. and the ref hit, uh, held his flag. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, I I didn't <clears> like that, and and it was a couple other things too that were should have been flags. Hmm. And so you know, for me, Patrick Mahomes didn't didn't, didn't complain about any flags thrown. Right. Um, like he did when um, Kadarius Tony, yeah, had like game. he was, he had a he had a rant. <laughs> I'm not just gonna call it what it is. He had a rant to where he was like, "This is baloney. I can't believe this, this and that." I'm like, "But but you got a flag called in the Super Bowl, where according to the rule book, right, that was a holding, right." But in, in the heat of the moment, at that moment, let the flag go. Because right. for me, and I say this till I go in the grave, 
instead of giving Jalen Hurts 30 seconds to go down the field, let's see what they're doing a minute and 48. Hmm. I agree. Like, th- that's what I want to see. I agree. Um, and even with the Ravens, like, I think they should have ran the ball a lot more. A lot more. Like, they they were getting five and six yards to carry. Right, right, right. I saw that. I noticed that. Very, very low carry yards game. <laughs> like, we, we know the Chiefs are coming in. Right. You you have the number one defense. You have the number one defense. They only gave up 17 points. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's enough. They did the, good. Matter of fact, they didn't give up no points in the second half. Yeah, they did good. It's the offense that's to get back on track. You, you can't get away from what you've been doing. So, the Chiefs and the Taylor Swift Swifties will be in Vegas. Um, and I told my wife, is um, I said, I don't, the only reason why I didn't want the Chiefs to win because I don't want Taylor Swift trying to dance on Usher because he's a <laughs> halftime show. I agree. <laughs> um, NFC Championship game, the Lions 31, the 49ers 30, 34. Um, I like that game. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't have any arguments about that game. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lions have been an aggressive team all year. Right. So, to be honest, what the Lions did is what the Ravens should have been doing. They should have been who who they are, who they were all season long. Like Dan Campbell was aggressive all year long. He took chances mm-hmm. when all it was when it was working. It was great. Right. When it didn't, you know. It didn't work. Right. Right. It is what it is. It's a, as I say in the NBA, it's a miss or make league. Hmm. Either you get it you or, you, or you don't. Yep. I so, agree. Right. So now we have a, a rematch Super Bowl of the Chiefs and the 49ers. What are you looking for in the matchup? Uh, I'm looking for Brock Purdy to step up, right? He did last game for sure. But I'm looking forward to do it again. Looking for that defense to. Get after um, Pat Mahomes, get to him early, and make him uncomfortable early on, because everything and everywhere is a weapon. He can throw it literally anywhere. So you have to get him uncomfortable, get him out of the pocket, get him on a run more, and then you'll be able to stop him. Yeah, everybody not a weapon. He just got Travis kills. Yeah, that's true. Um, but look, the Forty Nineers defense is good, right? Mm-hmm. I know. So I forgot they had Chase Young. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so you got Chase Young and Bosa on opposite sides. On opposite like, sides, yeah. Like, and then Eric Armstead, Fred Warner covering the middle. There's that. Like, he ain't got to talk about the secondary. They are like, honestly, I think, I think that's probably the weakest of their defense. And it's still good. Like, they play really well. Hmm. Um, but I'm looking to see how Debo Samuel is going to be used. Hmm. Like, first, like a decoy, maybe. Yeah, but they don't have no middle linebacker or someone that can stay with him. You're right. And then I like this is probably the first time I really watched, paid attention to Debo Samuel, like play, like really play. And the guy, like, it's a, it takes two to three people to get him down. Yeah. Like he's not going down with just one person. If you get him <laughs> down with one person, that that's a good day. Right. That is a good day. I I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, man. It's going to be a tough one. Good game to look forward to. It's be a great game, great halftime show and everything, but it's very, very tough to decide who's going to win this game. Yeah. Um, are you going to the men's thing? Uh, I haven't decided yet. All right. Let me know. And I'm, I'm asking now because um, Sophia coming back home, man. 
But yeah, we'll talk about that offline. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I was about to get into it. All right, NBA news. Adrian Griffin gets fired. Hmm. And for me, I no okay. When I say I want to know why or why did he get fired, like it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like the team was thirty and thirteen. They were in the top five in all offensive categories. Hmm. They were yeah, they were in the bottom half of, in defense right. in all defensive categories. But you were thirty and thirteen, second in the East, and you get fired. That's crazy. And then you're bringing Doc Rivers. Nothing against Doc Rivers. Mm-mm. I have nothing against Doc Rivers. Nothing but it it was just like, what, what was he doing wrong? And for the GM to say there was urgency, I'm like, they're number two in the East. Yeah, I've never seen that. I've seen people get fired mid-season before, but I've never seen that before. Um, it had to be something behind the scenes they don't want to uh, disclose to the public. It has to be something that was done, that was said, that they don't want to talk about. Because right. it doesn't make sense that he was fired. Like, e- even even when David Black got fired <clears throat> from Cleveland, like, I want to say, what, wasn't they leading the East at the time? Or were they, like, number two or number three in the East? Like, number three. They were close. Yeah. and I'm, and But that situation was he lost the locker room. Mm-hmm. That was that was that situation. He had lost the locker room, but they had just went to the finals the previous year, mm-hmm. and so I'm just like, I, I can't even explain it. And now so my thing is like Detroit playing bad, <laughs> although they just won a couple of games, and Monte Williams doesn't get fired, or who who just got blew out? Um, like uh, was it uh, Baltimore? No, no, no. I'm talking about um. I think Boston just got blew out a couple of days ago. I'm like, are we, are we fine, Joe Missoula? Like, <laughs> like make it make sense. Probably, I, probably. Um, so um, midseason grades. Um, I really like what Minnesota's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure on them yet, but I believe if they keep running the offense through. Anthony Edwards, they have a chance. Hmm. Um, that's just in the West. SGA has got that dog in him. <laughs> <laughs> Shea Gilgis, like, does, that does. boy got that dog in him. He does, he does. Um, try, I'm trying to see who else, like, because he played on the Canadian team um, during the, um, the FIBA. I'm just like, like, he got the dog in him. Um, Which team? He played on the Canadian team. Oh, for the Thunder. We didn't watch that. Yeah, they they, play, they played last night. Um, but and in the East, Boston is Boston. I I don't honestly I really don't trust anybody in the East. I'm gonna just call it what it is. But somebody got to come out the East to go to the finals. Right. Um, Denver, they are just playing steady. Hmm. That's about all I can see. Yep. Um, I'm a little concerned about my Lakers. I'm always concerned about them mm-hmm. because all of the the weight is put on LeBron and AD. Now, LeBron is in his 21st year in the league, and he's still putting up numbers. Um, This week, I won't get into the Jordan-LeBron debate. Not this week. Maybe Not next week. week. Maybe next week. Next week, Maybe I'll next get week. more in-depth into it. Right, right, right. Not uh, this week. I'm going to just leave it, that, leave it at that. But um, what do you think is going to happen at the trade deadline? Uh, a lot of I think I see a lot of moves happening because there's a few teams that are like a couple players away 
from really uh, making a splash or a serious run. So I do see the Lakers getting somebody. I do see Houston maybe doing something. Uh, maybe even no, Dallas is stacked. Maybe even uh, Minnesota. I see these teams being aggressive and getting somebody. Yeah. Um, basketball is is always fun to watch the trade deadline. These players be oh, yeah. getting calls at two, three, four in the morning. So maybe maybe just going right. Get all these notifications. Right. Trade right. alert. Right. Like, I was kind of surprised at the. Uh, Pascal Siakam mm-hmm. trade. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little shocked at that. He um, <clears throat> he went to in, um, Indiana, and I was just like, yeah. I don't feel like they're real contenders. Right. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, Bruce Brown is going to be the who I want to see. Bruce Brown is going to be the one who I want to see, like see what happens. Hmm. With um, with what, what goes on with him, like if he goes to the Lakers, hey, we'll take him because he's a, he's another perimeter guy. Hold on, let me post this real quick. Phone cut off. Hey, get the restroom real quick. All right, so yeah, um, so sorry we had a little technical difficulties, but we back. <laughs> All right, so um, yeah. Um, so who are your contenders? Oh, we can go back to the trades. Um, yeah, I, I actually wouldn't mind seeing Dejounte Murray mm. in a Laker uniform. Mm. Like, it would be real nice to see him. Yeah, it's looking like his name has been floated around a lot, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, he's gonna go to somebody. The Lakers or somebody? Yeah, he's going to somebody. Trey Young as well. I yeah. think we're gonna get a surprise. A big oh, that's always a surprise. Yeah, big name is gonna get moved. Um, I, I think so. You, in the past, when mm-hmm. it comes to the Clippers, I was never sure on them. Like I was never like, "Yeah, this is gonna be the year that they make some noise," and it never works out. This right. year, though, I can probably say the Clippers, the Clippers, that if if they get to the finals, mm-hmm. they're gonna be tough to beat for anybody. And I'm not speaking into existence. Let me knock on wood. I don't want to see nobody get hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just got to wait and see. Like, I think the Clippers are could be contenders, but I think they may be pretending. You got to say the Nuggets because they, they're the reigning champs. And they um, still look good. Right. Um, in the East, um, just your, your same three teams. It's going to be between Boston, Philly, and Milwaukee. <laughs> Maybe Miami, if they make a move. They, they, Miami just got Terry Rozier. So, mm-hmm. if he can still put up that same 23 points a game that he's been putting up, let's go for it. That'd be good. That'd be straight. Yep. Right. Um, sorry, Jimmy Butler. You missed out on Dame Dollar. <laughs> Speaking of Dame Little, yo, did you see the play? Um, I forgot who they were playing. But Brooke Lopez was calling for the ball. <laughs> and it, it was Dame time. <laughs> Nah, I like I he was coming it. up and he's calling for the ball like this. Damien Little walk right by, put it up, made it. <laughs> and Brooke Lopez go up to him and tell him, "Bro, you know I want to take this shot, man." Right. <laughs> like no, that's it's, savage. It's Dame time. It was Dame time. It was Dame time. Right. When Dame time come. It's different. So my pretenders, um, honestly, I want to say Minnesota's a pretender because. I think they're going to go back to their old ways as it pertains to Carl Anthony Towns. Like, he's good, mm-hmm. 
but he's not he's not elite to me. Right. I mean, yeah, he just dropped sixty two points last week, but That's he didn't drop seventy. That's elite, man. He he ain't dropped seventy. <laughs> <laughs> then Luca dropped seventy three. Um, the other week. Yeah, yeah. last yeah Friday. Yeah. Man, like. That's crazy. And then who else dropped 70? Um, was it Donovan Mitchell? Yeah. I think it was Donovan Mitchell that dropped 71. I think so, too. I think so, too. I'm okay. just like, listen. I'm missing everything. Yeah. I'm, it's crazy. Hmm. Like, those guys are elite. Right, right. Very Joel B dropping 70 piece. Elite. Elite. He's, if he stays healthy, he's good. Do it in his sleep. Right. Um, let's see. What else we got? All right, so before we get to the Royal Rumble, um, did you see Shohei Otani sign a ten year seven hundred million dollar deal with the Dodgers? I heard about it last year. Bro. He he about to be champ. I'm gonna give you a new LA hat, <clears throat> new new Dodgers hat. All right. Bro. New York fans said the same thing last year. It's it's the it's the Yankees. Let's stop. Yankees not getting another championship. So they get some good pitching. They've been signing great people. Yeah, don't matter who they sign. Like, yeah, they just sign. They just traded for Juan Soto. Like, that's wild. So here's what's crazy, right? I don't know why he signed with San Diego to begin with. San Diego wasn't gonna win anything. Like money, right? I mean, I get the money, but he could have got that anywhere, Uh, except except for Houston. I'm surprised they. I'm surprised they just paid. Um, they paid the closer. Me too. Josh Hader. Mm -hmm. I'm like. Go pay for a hitter, but I tell you what, if if they if Astros would have signed Shohei, you you know you know how how like <laughs> he like he would be the second coming of Yao Ming. Not second coming of Yao you know I Ming, mean? bro. When Yao Ming came to play for the Rockets, the 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 China community like went up a thousand. Mm, I believe it. You love them some Yao Ming. Listen. And so, Shohei, yeah, he's Japanese, but it don't matter. Hmm. Like, if Astros would have signed him, I probably would have been an Astros fan again. <laughs> just just for Shohei, I would have got all the jerseys of Shohei. I have a jersey, but I definitely get a hat. I agree. Definitely yeah. get a hat. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely going to get me a Shohei Otani jersey for the Dodgers. Hmm. They, they're they not coming to Houston this year, but I think they're coming to Dallas. I may, probably so. Probably to make that drive up. Hey, man, do your thing, bro. I rock with them Dodgers, man. The Dodgers blue. Do your thing, bro. So, this past weekend was the Royal Rumble. Hmm. And from what I heard and seen, that the women's Royal Rumble was better than the men's. A lot better. And it was so much intrigue mm-hmm. with Jade Cargill. Like, mm-hmm. she's just as strong as Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is that Robin and Junior both love Bianca Belair. <laughs> like, like Junior, he'd be like, "I want to see my girl." Because they're like, "Who's your girl? The one that do this?" <laughs> it's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> Bell loves her too, though. So it's, it's rich. But that's good. It's like so, and it's been reported that they're going to actually work together, whether it's as a tag team or. Against each other. Hopefully against each other. I'm hoping it's against each other. Right. 
for for me, it was for me. I wouldn't want them to see the work as a tag because we need to see more sisters together instead of fighting against one another. Because mm. I mean, that's going to be the narr- narrative. You see that, you see you see that in reality TV. Exactly, I agree. I like, agree. I was shocked when they put um, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta on Netflix. I was like, Oh, they did that. Yeah, Man, never never going to watch it. I, I shouldn't have watched it when Plus. it first came out. I was so long ago. Um, but it wasn't that bad back then. But yeah, so the road to WrestleMania, um, I believe Cody is gonna fight um, Roman. No, nah, he's not fighting Roman. He, um, what's his name? Who? Seth Seth Rollins was like, "You should fight me." Like he came out last night and said, "Don't, don't fight, fight Roman, don't fight, fight Roman. me." Oh, no, nah, I think he's gonna choose Seth Rollins. I think that'll be a better matchup. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. He going to see Roman, and then they're going to have um, either Randy Orton or nah. someone else fight Seth. Nah, I think CM Punk is probably going to fight Roman. Mm-hmm. Like, just a feel of it. You going to? I mean, like, he's fought everybody else. Like, he hasn't fought CM Punk, so. Well, I guess we'll just wait and see. Mm. But, yeah, Jaden Bianca Belair, like I said, whether it's a um, – whether it's a tag or them going against each one another, it's going to be epic. I would definitely be tuned in. Yes, I'm a wrestling fan, even though I didn't like when they had Undertaker go, uh, lose his uh, undefeated streak at WrestleMania. Yeah, I ain't like that either. Bro, I was distraught. No, I can see them going against each other at WrestleMania. Honestly, I think that would be a oh, big man. match um, to see them go head-to-head at WrestleMania. Not even just WrestleMania, let them main event it. Mm-hmm. Like, um... Bianca and uh, Sasha Banks did, did a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Ain't invented. Um, so, final thoughts. I got three of them today. <laughs> I was gonna put a fourth, but I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna mm-hmm. be nice. So the Detroit Lions, I believe, had a great season. Um, Dan Campbell is definitely turning that team around. Um, if they be able to keep their players, I know Aiden Hutchinson wants to get paid. It's time. Probably a mom, Ross St. Brown. Like a couple of guys want to get paid. So, yes, let's pay him. You're right. Pay him. Pay him his money. Um, but we just got to wait and see. But, you know, I was talking to um, Brother Russell. He was, <clears throat> you know, it was like Detroit not sexy. So players may not just want to go there. Right. But, I mean, if they do go there, great. Right. Build, get that team running. I think they are probably a receiver away. Yeah. Like, yeah. uh, a, no, a linebacker away, I think, honestly. No, they were solid on defense. Mm. Like, they were up 24 to 7. Ah. And then they let their guard down. Ah, okay. So, um, they got away from doing what they were doing. Right, right, right. But, you know, we just got to wait and see. Um, CJ Stroud, H Town, <laughs> baby. Um, he's the only person I root for for the Texans. <laughs> and D'Amico Ryan's as the coach. But I believe he's going to be the future of the league. I agree. I agree. And I love the fact that how the media is trying to take out him talking about who God and Jesus <laughs> is in his life. Like, like yeah, y'all are not going to RG3 him. Right. Like, he's going to talk about who God is. He's going to be beneficial. Like, he has he has Sunday dinners with, his, uh, with some of his teammates mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of guys that are married on the team, they keep waiting for him to bring someone. 
<clears throat> tell you, he, he keep coming to our church. He's going to find somebody in there. Listen, man. man no Actually, comment. No, no, let me not say that. No comment. Uh, <laughs> you never know. Hey, right. You never know. Um, and, and this last one, I've been saying this for the last two years. That got to go. Ooh. That got to go. I don't know where he going to go. Um, Caleb Williams is not the answer. Uh, Drake May is not the answer. Uh-uh. Um, but they need another quarterback. Because since <coughs> they played San Francisco two years ago in the playoffs, mm-hmm. I was like, nah, you, you can't play that bad. He's not. A, it's it's when it comes to letting him go, you let him go with somebody better. Right. Can't let him go and, just and, in case. Gun, right. For sure. It's just Honestly, better. I'll take Justin Fields. Over that? Mm. Bruh, this was the first year Justin Fields actually had some weapons. He got hurt beginning of the year, and he went able to play in a couple of games. But, <clears throat> like, Justin Fields is good. Like, he, he'll, no, he is he, good. he'll definitely have a better line than he, than he had in Chicago. He's definitely good. Um, definitely, we definitely haven't seen him play at his best so right. far because he's been doing crap right. in the league. So, you're good. I mean, just look at him when he played in Ohio State in the college football playoff. Like, he torched, I think, I don't know if it was LSU or Alabama or somebody. He torched them. And I think they ended up losing to Georgia or somebody. But I'm just like, like, just give him that opportunity. Right. Facts. Give him the opportunity. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, you got DJ Moore, but that ain't enough. No, that's not enough for him. Um, but of course, as y'all know, the music I play, I don't own none of the music. So the song you heard today was Bamboozled by Bizzle. You got to check it out. You got to listen to it and hear what he's saying. Because don't let anyone put their narrative based on their experience on you. Right. Period. No matter who it is. Don't, don't let anyone based on their past experiences prejudge you because of what they've gone through. Everybody's not the same. Right. Everybody's not the same. Everybody's never going to be the same. Like, even, even you know, when we have children, like, our children's not going to be just like us. Right. Um, I agree. So, yeah. this whole thing of, oh, based on my experience, this type of person hmm. is going to do this to me. Hmm. Like, how do you know? If you have that person a, ch- a shot, to give them a chance. You know, even in it, matter if it's business, relationships, in the work, in school, um, whatever it may be, like you can't put that narrative on anybody because of your past experience. Because right. if that's the case, no one, no one would be in relationship with other people. And I'm not talking about like, like boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife type of thing. Just in relationship with people in general. Hmm. So again, check out the music. Um. He had another song too called Pop, and I may play that next week. So if if, you, if you're listening for him, listen to Bizzle. He go hard in the paint. Bad, bad. Yeah, I think he's better than Lecrae, but that's my opinion. <laughs> but anyway, again, um, it's Daydream, my boy Dre. Like I always say, if you love God, love His people too, because you can't say how you, you can't you can't say that you love God and not love His people as well. So until next time, peace. Peace.